Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball, live for the Climax Solar Studios. Oh my God, practically a heat wave outside today. Wow. How are you? How are you guys doing? Sorry, I'm not totally... Uh... <laughs> this has been a weird morning, okay? I'm, 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 I'm struggling... <laughs> A little bit. That's not your fault. It's mine. Um, uh, it, it, it's 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 very weird. All right. Practically, heat wave today. I got started on that. Highs today going to be in the upper 30s across Rockerland. Low 40, lower 40s for highs. Uh, going to melt off at least some of the, the stuff that's still on the roads. Be a really nice day, actually. We might even see the sun for a couple of minutes. Um, I think so. I don't know. I think I'm looking at the right day. Like I said, it's it's today is is weird. Um, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Today is Wednesday. December 28th. This week is like the worst week I think of the entire year. You have exactly seven days between two pretty major holidays, you know, Christmas and New Year's. People celebrating Hanukkah and Kwanzaa too. You guys are still celebrating, so makes things even weirder, I'm sure. But like, if I remember right, this is the most unproductive week of the entire year. Especially, you know, when the holidays fall on a weekend because then, you know, the work holidays on Monday, so you get a four-day work week on top of everything else. If we're going to make these work holidays at least, you know, give us a little time off, a little more time off, you know, like this this week between Christmas and New Year should be an entire holiday week at workplace. It's work optional. Because, I mean, you know, our employers don't give us a whole lot of PTO anyway, <laughs> you know. But here's the thing. Make the work optional. And if you do work during this time period, you get like time and a half or something, you know? I mean, some places do still have to be open. You know, we still have some basic needs. So give an incentive or something for people who do stick it out. Like if I had a job like that, I'd do it. You know, I'd work a lot this week. I am obviously this week. My job's a little different. But I'm not really going to be doing anything anyway. You know, if I had a normal nine to five job other than spend time with my family and friends, eh, <laughs> I can do that anytime. Money? Need that. Especially after everything I just spent on Christmas. If businesses did that, I think if, if they offered incentives for that week between Christmas and New Year's or just having the week off, you know, I really think that would go from the least productive week of the year to the most productive week of the year. Guarantee it. Of course, then again, I'm I, like, I'm not a business guru or anything. I, this could be an awful idea. I don't know. I'm just speaking for us little people at the bottom of the totem pole, you know? Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with me, Paul, live for the Climax Solar Studios. There's a new trend going around on social media, uh, TikTok specifically, that is especially mean, I think, to Gen Xers and Millennials, myself included in this. It seems to be like primarily college age kids doing this to their parents when they come home, you know, for the holidays. But there, there is some kind of wiggle room there in the ages. Okay, so these kids are recording their parents' reaction or their grandparents when they tell them that a major celebrity has died and they actually haven't. So basically, they're being TMZ. They reported death before it actually happens. Uh, the first one I saw was some kids saying, oh my God, mom, Oprah died at 68. And then the mom just goes into this like manic fit, you know, like, oh my God, no, no, that kind of stuff. I saw a few more for some other actors. 
Uh, Sam Elliott was on that list uh, as one of them I saw, which would have objectively crippled me, too, if I'd heard that. Lots of rock stars on there, and I'm, a lot of them that we play on The Rocker. So I was very busy, busily, frantically checking to make sure all these celebrities were still alive. Bon Jovi, Billy Idol, Ozzy. Ozzy, oh my God. The one where the girl told her mom that Ozzy died, I even knew that this was a prank video at this point, but I still had to look it up to make sure. Like, we just went through this a couple years ago with Lemmy, but that turned out to be real, you know? I was on vacation with my family in Florida and screamed no from the other room when I found out. Freaked everybody else out. So, there's still some PTSD there, you know? But some of the reactions were kind of funny. Uh, but now that I'm, you know, of age, where, like, some of my idols in entertainment, Hollywood are dying like it's not funny anymore man it's not funny um i did have to laugh at a couple of them though <laughs> uh kids were picking celebrities that had already died like years ago <laughs> one of them i they knew their dad was a massive michael jackson fan and i don't know if he's that big a fan i don't know how he knew this they said michael jackson died and the dad freaked out <laughs> Like, dude, if you're such a big Michael Jackson fan, how are you unaware that this already happened? Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock Morning Show with me, Paul, live from the Climax Solar Studios. Mark will be back next week. I don't know if I said that today, but yeah, we, uh, Mark, Mark taking some time. You know, he spent all of, you know, leading up to Christmas up in the UP in a blizzard and looking for Yetis and stuff. So we're going to give him a week to warm up. He did finally climb out. He, he was able to tunnel out of the UP and get to go see some family over in Detroit. So, um, yeah, he's over on the east side of the state. He'll be back home uh, next week for sure. And we'll kick off 2023 uh, with both of us here in the studio back to full power. So, uh, I'm glad he got out, though, because that blizzard that we had, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys. It was pretty crazy. But I guess the uh, the boomer generation, uh, man, sorry for doing all the generational divide stuff this morning. Uh <laughs> Uh, but the boomers are apparently trying to convince this current generation that the blizzard of 1978 was worse than what we had over Christmas of this year. Gen X and millennials are apparently not having it. And we understood the assignment and did our homework. It's up on the Rocker app. And I, I just looking at the tangibles just by the numbers, okay? January of 1978, total amount of snow. Um, and I think this is based on Grand Rapids, okay, since that's where the National Weather Service is located for this area. So these are specifically going to be Grand Rapids numbers, little different here in Kalamazoo in this area. But January 1978, total amount of snow, right around 20 inches, peak winds, 46 mile an hour, number of hours with low visibility, which is less than a quarter of a mile. That was five hours, and the average temperature then was 24 degrees. Now... For the Christmas blizzard of 22, 2022, 24 and a half inches of snow, only 45 mile an hour winds, 12 hours of almost no visibility, and the average temperature was 15 degrees. So the only thing 1978 did bigger was the wind by one mile an hour. The rest was clearly on 2022 for the worst conditions. Now, we didn't quite get the snow here. Uh, that they did in Grand Rapids, but that didn't stop things from sucking for sure. <laughs> like, I had to get out in it a little bit, even though everything was pretty well closed. 
That was not fun, man. I promptly went and bought a couple hundred pounds of sandbags and put on the back axle of my pickup to get around town. It helped a little. <laughs> like, my tires seem to be the problem now. I think I'm going to get that changed uh, for next winter. But, yeah, I'm sorry, boomers. This Christmas blizzard was way worse. But also, why do you want to compete for who had it worse? I've never understood that mentality, you know, the one-upsmanship thing on how awful stuff is. You know, back in my day, we had blizzards, too, and we couldn't see for five hours once. And this generation's like, yeah, well, we couldn't see for an entire day. It was 10 degrees colder, and we made it through the whole thing, the tail end of a pandemic, chronic anxiety, and depression. So, ha! <laughs> Why? Why is that a thing? It all sucks, okay? Every scenario and sucks. Instead of that, you know what? Let's let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk about the time I kicked my brother's ass at Mario Kart when it was minus eight degrees outside and I was using his Alaskan Malamute as a footstool. That sounds way better. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul, live from the Climax Solar Studios. Y'all see that video of uh, James Hetfield sent to Dan Campbell from the Lions last week? It's pretty cool, actually. I uh, got it up on the Rocker app a couple of different ways. Basically, James Hetfield, giving a shout out to him uh, and the Lions for being fans. Dan uses, and, and I call him Dan because, you know, we're cool like that. Uh, Dan uses Metallica lyrics a lot during his uh, press conferences and when he's talking to his players, you know, to uplift them. Known metalhead. Um, and it seems like Metallica is his go-to as far as like inspiration and, you know, things that he puts out there in the ethos. And I mean, why wouldn't they be, right? has to be metallica's like the norm when it comes to the metal scene uh metallica is coming to ford field next year uh but it is during the season so james said that he would put in a good word with roger goodell to make sure that the lions had a bye week when they were playing ford field so that's the weekend of november 10th i believe november 10th and 12th is when that show is next year in ford field I mean, at the very least, you know, it could schedule a Thursday night game that week and let the guys come home early, you know? I don't know, put them in Chicago so they could just, you know, make the quick trip back home, take a day to decompress, and then take it some Pantera and Mammoth and Metallica and all that good stuff. Hell yeah, that'd be great, you know? They deserve it. The way they're ending this season, I know they just lost this past weekend, but, like, I mean, still, no one ever thought that they were going to be in this situation. And here they are. They're kicking ass, and, and Metallica loves it too, right? Now, on the flip side of this too, I know the Bears, there's some some metalheads on the team in Chicago too. That concert is August 9th and 11th in 2024, which is cool. Um, I don't think the Bears are going to have to worry about anything, especially if they keep playing like they are right now, because they're going to already be mathematically eliminated by then. <laughs> Hey, Scrooge, could the Rocker Morning Show get an extra lump of coal for the furnace? How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly... Unemployed! Well, scratch that idea. Merry Christmas from Meatball and Mark on 107.7 RKR. (laughs) Out of the deepest corners and the darkest ends of this world. From the Michigan Dockman to Bigfoot, the melon heads of Allegan County, and people from Ohio. This is Weird As Wednesdays. 
that things got really weird and really cold really fast this past weekend. A lot of flash freezes were happening all over the place. Um, We had the weather channels to kind of warn us about things, but Mother Nature, parts of Mother Nature, did not, and some animals clearly did not get the message. So, a couple stories over some flash freezing that happened over this past weekend. First, a hovercraft had to be used to rescue a swan that got stuck to a pond. Now, this happened in Oakland County over by Detroit, Orion Township, Voorhees Lake. Ominous. Um, someone called to report a swan that was stuck to the lake. So a hovercraft was sent to break up the ice around the swan, hoping to give it a path to swim back to shore. But instead, they had to capture the bird in a, pl- in a blanket when it stayed stuck in place. It was literally stuck to the lake, not in it or on it, stuck to the lake. So rescuers helped it off the ice, gave it a lift back to shore, and was taken to a facility to treat an injured leg, which was likely suffered while being scared to death of a hovercraft just circling wildly around it while it was stuck to a lake. Poor bird. It's going to PTSD its whole life. Uh, Another tale of birds getting stuck to things. This time, this one's in Indiana. A goose stuck to the beach in Lake Michigan. Now, for reference, temperatures in northern Indiana dipped much lower, much faster than they did in most of West Michigan. The Indiana Department of Natural Resources said on Facebook that conservation officers responded to the edge of Lake Michigan at Indiana Dunes State Park for a report of a goose in distress The goose had become frozen to the sand, which was wet when it originally sat down on it, but frozen solid by the time it tried to get up with the rest of the flock. Rescuers dislodged the goose and freed it from the icy sand, took it to a facility for some treatment, and I'm sure it's going to be fine, unfortunately. Personally, and, and hear me out on this, maybe this is a bit cold of me, okay? I think it's hilarious that this goose got stuck to the sand. It got frozen to the sand. But geese have never been my friend. There's a reason I call them honking murder chickens. I have been assaulted by geese. No matter how nice I am or try to be to them or how far out of my way I walk around them, they still wanted they still want a piece of me. I consider them very f- Galmazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball Live from the Climax Solar Studios. This is kind of a cool thing that happened uh, this past week, or at least it went viral this past week. A guy from Indiana working down in Antarctica for a year brought a little piece of Michigan with him. Now, the story behind this, his name is Brendan Fisher. He's a heavy equipment mechanic brought down there for this Antarctic uh, thing. So he's going to be down there, I think, for a little over a year. Um, But he was raised by his dad, who was a civil engineer. So he grew up respecting, you know, some of the greatest engineering feats ever made, which, you know, plays into the fact that now he's a mechanical guy. He's a mechanical engineer, and he gets to work on a lot of this stuff, right? Well, the Mackinac Bridge is one of those greatest engineering feats ever. It's the fifth longest suspension bridge ever made, right? So you can buy pieces of the Mackinac Bridge. Brendan bought a piece of the bridge for his dad, but didn't give him to him just yet. 
wanted to do something pretty cool with it and took it to the South Pole with him. Now, the photo just got put out recently and posted to social media, so it's quite the Christmas present to his dad, who I guess still hasn't received the piece of the bridge because it's in Antarctica. But officially, 9,394 miles from its original spot connecting the two peninsulas of Michigan to the South Pole, Fisher made a sign out of the piece of the bridge that has the distance it traveled to get to the South Pole, which is pretty cool. It says Mackinac Bridge, Michigan. It's very, very cool. It's a lot of dedication, you know. Something I can never get my dad. I'm not going to the South Pole. Uh, fun fact, though, when that photo was taken, it was actually warmer in Antarctica than it was in Michigan or Indiana. So it sounds like Brennan got the better end of this scenario. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball Live for the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. Some new law is going into effect starting on Monday, January 1st, 2023, across the state of Michigan, two of which fairly significant. So let's talk about them a little bit. First off, minimum wage going up. So your boss told you no Christmas bonus this year. They're probably lying. They could still do it, but they're going to blame it on this. Uh, but the minimum wage is bumping up to uh, $10.10 an hour from $9.87, which Michigan already ahead of a lot of other places just being at $9.87. But if you work like, it's, it's not much, but if you work a 40-hour job, that adds up fairly quick. And it's, I mean, it's not the end of it either, too. Legislation still kind of changing its mind in uh, 2018. Uh, they wanted it to be $12 an hour by last year and uh, tipped workers would get 80% of minimum wage. Then they changed it again. Tip workers only going to get 38% guaranteed minimum wage. And the $12 mark wouldn't be hit until 2030. There's an appeal out there to bring it back to the original plan, but who knows? Regardless, you're getting a raise if you're a minimum wage employee this year. And there might be another one coming in 2024. The other big law change was automatic expungement of records. So people who have been seeking to expunge their records after a certain amount of time uh, won't have to go through the whole dog and pony show to get all the paperwork done and walk through all the red tape, you know, to get it all taken care of. In 2023, up to two felony convictions could be automatically expunged 10 years after sentencing or their release from custody. And then up to four misdemeanors can be expunged after seven years. So that's kind of cool. You know, not that I'm going to go out and commit any crimes anytime soon. But this would be very handy for people like me who need to expunge their records and have ADHD. <laughs> they can't even remember to pay basic bills half the time, you know? Like the reason I still get paper bills is because I will forget. I really should go paperless and I know they text you and email you, but I barely remember when somebody texts me and I never read my emails. You can ask anybody we work with. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock Morning Show with me, Ball, live for the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. College football wrapping things up with the bowl season now. Big Ten uh, got their bowl season started last night. Wisconsin playing Oklahoma State. That was in the guaranteed rate bowl. Wisconsin getting the win 24-17. That's awesome. So uh, Big Ten off to a good start, 1-0 one, one uh, as far as bowl games concerned, though. Uh, but they got a bunch coming up. Uh, I believe Minnesota plays on Thursday. They're playing Syracuse. That one should go in favor of, uh, of the Gophers, I think. This is the pinstripe bowl. I think this is the one played in, uh, the, in, in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it's the one played in Yankee Stadium. It's pretty cool. 
uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl, which is still the weirdest one to me because instead of getting a Gatorade bath at the end of the game, you get a mayonnaise bath. They pour mayonnaise on you from a cooler. That's gross. Um, Maryland, North Carolina State. That one's a toss-up for me. I would hope Maryland wins that one. But I don't know. North Carolina State's been pretty feisty this year. Somehow, Iowa got enough wins to uh, <laughs> play in a bowl game. They're going to be at the uh, Transperfect Music City Bowl. Uh, that one's in Nashville. That one is Saturday, uh, New Year's Eve day, playing Kentucky. Whew, man, I think Kentucky's going to get the best of them there. Rely Quest Bowl, that formerly was the Outback Bowl, but apparently the Bloom and Onion not doing so good, so they had to rename that one. Illinois, Mississippi State, I think Mississippi State's going to roll on that one. Sorry. Citrus Bowl, this is Purdue and LSU. This one's on January 2nd, so the work holiday, you know, you can go check this one out. I think LSU might get the best. Purdue's been shocking at times this year. They might be able to beat LSU, but I don't know, man. LSU's been pretty good. Rolls Bowl, uh, excuse me, Rose Bowl, Penn State, Utah. That, aside from the, the playoff games, that game is probably the most intriguing for me in the Big Ten because Utah probably could have and should have been in the playoff picture had it not been for, like, one really gnarly loss, you know? I mean, they beat USC. Oh, man. I would have loved to see Utah in the playoff. But they're playing Penn State. That's going to be a great game. I don't even know who's going to win that one. I, I Listen, Big Ten country, obviously you want to root for Big Ten, but I think Utah's going to pull that one off. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. This is the, the semifinal stuff. This is the stuff happening on Saturday. Georgia, Ohio State. Sorry, Buckeyes. Georgia's going to pound you. I mean, after what Michigan did to you? Yeah, Georgia's going to level Ohio State. Sorry. Uh, TCU, Michigan. This one's intriguing. <sighs> I don't know what to think here because my my Big 12 roots want me to root for TCU, and I kind of like chaos. But obviously, if I root against Michigan in this part of the country, I'm going <laughs> to not make a lot of friends. And that's already happened a couple of times. So, I Listen. The tag of my truck is blue and maize. Says Michigan on it. I gotta say, go blue here. But I still root.